All right, here we are on a uh, Friday the 13th, <laughs> and uh, it has been a crazy, crazy couple of days, I have to say. John Decker was traveling with the president. He goes back to Washington, and, and oh, heck, breaks loose. We have him on our WHBC Newsline right now. Good morning, John. Well, no, that's right. Uh, what a week it's been. Uh, what a 2023 it's been, if you count also that race for Speaker of the House uh, that took place just last week. Hard to believe that's just a week ago. But yesterday we learned that a special counsel has been named by the Attorney General of the United States as it relates to these classified documents found uh, on the property of Joe Biden. Uh, and it doesn't surprise me in the least. You know, I mean, for appearances sake, if a special counsel is being named uh, to look into the classified documents found at Mar-a-Lago at Donald Trump's home in Florida, I think that a special counsel ought to be named as it relates to the situation involving Joe Biden. So as we look at this, it, I mean, we, we know that they appointed the councils and, you know, I, I don't know, we're hearing from our senator, Senator Sherrod Brown, you know, he's he is calling for transparency here and questions to be answered. I mean, no matter which side of the aisle you're on, it's concerning that it keeps happening. Well, I agree with you. Um, and to me, you know, I, I, if you flip around cable television, you see uh, various uh, cable networks that excusing the behavior of Joe Biden, trying to distinguish the behavior of Joe Biden from Donald Trump. I think that they're both at fault. You know, I mean, yeah. they're former government officials. Uh, they should not be in possession of classified material. Uh, and, you know, to me, uh, the news that came out this week as it relates to Joe Biden is a gift to Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, you know, to me, I, I think it means that you can't charge if you're the DOJ. You can't charge one without charging the other. Uh, and so it seems to me they're Likely when all is said and done, when this whole process plays itself out, uh, you're likely just going to see both Trump and Biden uh, essentially receiving a slap on the wrist for being in possession of classified material. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100 percent. And I, I know that's how a lot of folks feel. You know, the comparison is um, one's cooperating and one didn't, um, you know, and kind of fought the whole thing. But in the end, that's not really going to make that much of a difference, right? I don't think so. You know, I mean, you know, on the surface, on the surface, and I'm saying this speaking as a lawyer, uh, the two situations are exactly the same. They both seem to be on the surface to be in violation of the Presidential Records Act. And that dictates that if you are, in this case, a former president or vice president, you, upon leaving office, turn over all of, of the documents that you have in your possession over to the National Archives. Uh, Donald Trump did not do that. And Joe Biden did not do that. And that's, a, you know, look, that, that's a violation of the Presidential Records Act. It's going to be an administrative type of punishment. It's not going to lead to criminal charges, but it's going to be problematic for Joe Biden. I think going forward, it may even impact Pam, his decision whether or not to run for another four year term as president. We'll have to wait and see. It may certainly impact the timing of an announcement. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that. All right. So you were on the trip with the president. Um, and give us just a kind of a little general wrap up there, how everything went. Well, for uh, President Biden, he uh, received assurances from Mexico that it would receive uh, and accept 30,000 migrants every month from the U.S. These are migrants primarily from four countries, Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua and Venezuela. Uh, and uh, that certainly will help out uh, as it relates to the record numbers of migrants that we're seeing coming to the U.S.-Mexico border. Uh, and uh, I think that uh, Joe Biden was pleased by that. But the last day of the summit uh, was a day that was completely 
overwhelmed by the news happening back in Washington related to these classified documents. In fact, I found myself talking more about that, even though I was in Mexico City, than uh, about the actual North American Leaders Summit. Uh, and so that often happens when you're you know, traveling and uh, covering the president. There's news that overwhelms the news that you were sent to cover. And that was the case this week for sure. So what do we have uh, in store uh, ahead of us over the next uh, couple of weeks besides, you know, obviously dealing with that situation? Well, I think that this situation, you know, we've learned just think about it. Uh, Since this story broke, I believe it was on Tuesday, uh, every day there's been a new development or a new nugget of information as it relates to uh, the discovery of classified documents. Uh, at the property of Joe Biden. And I I would not be surprised to see additional information come out uh, over the course of the next few weeks. Plus, Pam, we still don't know uh, why uh, a lot of answers to questions related to the discovery initially of those documents uh, at Joe Biden's office that he was using prior to becoming president. Uh, Why did it take so many months? You know, these were discovered back on November the 2nd. Why did it take so many months for us to learn just this week about those uh, classified documents. To me, that that still is a question that has not been answered. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there was something else I was going to ask you, and now it just kind of slipped my brain. I know there's just so many. Oh, George Santos. Do we know anything more about <laughs> what's going to happen with him? <laughs> I Look, uh, I, I, I don't think he's going to be a congressman uh, six months from now. Okay. I think he'll either uh, be forced to resign, uh, facing the possibility of expulsion, uh, or if that doesn't happen, uh, I think that he uh, most certainly will face uh, charges coming from the Department of Justice uh, for campaign finance violations. You know, it's really still a head scratcher as to how someone who two years prior to running for office made $55,000 per year and two years later is loaning his campaign $700,000 a year. That is, you know, that raises a lot of red flags. And I think that ultimately the U.S. Attorney in the Eastern District of New York is going to charge George Santos with uh, multiple counts related to his run for Congress. Yeah, and and Kevin McCarthy has chosen to not really say anything about it right now. Um, I guess waiting, waiting, maybe? Waiting, uh, yeah, I think that's right. Uh, he said we're going to let the process play itself out, but I think the process that takes place on the political side of things in the House of Representatives That process is not going to be kind to George Santos. Yeah, I would agree. All right, John. Well, thanks so much for the update. Lots of good stuff today, and uh, we'll chat with you you next week. (laughs) Sounds great, Pam. Have a great day, a great weekend, and I'll talk to you on Monday for sure. Bye-bye.